0: Uh, hello folks, and welcome to the Dumb Dudes Podcast. Oh, you said, wait, well, hey, wait a minute. I thought I was listening to the trailer blazers. Why is this guy saying over here that we're listening to the Dumb Dudes? Nice lady, it's the guy with
1: the subtitle of the podcast can be called One Thing with Secretly Another Thing over here. <laughs> we're always over here. So the Jerry Lewis way is to be over here with the nice lady and the puppy children <laughs> if we're doing the Animaniacs references from the old seasons for the jokes that went over the children's heads.
0: <laughs> I do think of Animaniacs when we do this stupid voice. I know, me too. Oh, folks, welcome back to another Adair of the Trailer Blazers podcast. I'm Ben Moon, and I'm wearing a new hat. Nick, can you see my new hat?
1: I'm Nick Kelly, and there is no hat on your head. This is the Emperor's New Clothes situation. He got a box in the mail. He opened it up. There was nothing but packing peanuts. He was so excited to get this hat that he's just pretending now.
0: I am by myself in my office wearing a hat.
1: Yeah, it's true. He is. It's a, uh, a Firestone uh, podium hat, if my eyes don't deceive me.
0: They don't. This is an official. I actually ordered this off the IndyCar website, my man. This is the real deal. New era. Hmm.
1: Well, I will actually be in Indianapolis on Memorial Day weekend when that race is happening, but I won't be present at the
0: festivities. You know, I have been considering buying a plane ticket and getting a hotel room and going to the Indy 500. So you're going to be there. You're going to be at uh, Jay and Wendy's house.
1: Oh, yeah, I gotta go visit. I haven't been there since 2019 because of the dumb 2020.
0: Oh, that's right. You talked about that last uh, last episode. Yep. That's right. Okay, cool. Uh, well, folks, uh, this episode is... Uh, is this episode 80? This is episode 80. Wow. That's, that's two 40s, and that's a lot. <laughs> We're tipping back 40s. One for uh, me, one for Nelk. Oh,
1: wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow.
0: Uh, so, folks, I, I gotta tell you... Um, we I didn't watch anything this past week. So when we so let's go ahead and do what Nick had
2: done. watched
0: this past week.
2: Wow. What Nick done watched?
1: It's it's not as robust as it has been for the past two months. Uh, I took a sort of a slow week this week. Uh, I I watched a lot of uh, Doctor Who. I'm watching the Karen Gillan seasons. Uh so season 5 and 6 I think the Matt Smith Karen Gillan ones.
0: I think you mean you're watching the Karen Gillan's Hair seasons. I, I am watching those. Uh also a
1: fan <laughs> of her height. I uh that that's that does it for me. I like I like a tall Karen Gillan.
0: How t- how tall is she?
1: I've met her when I got my picture taken, she was eye level with me. She was wearing shoes, but she's got to be like 5'10. Mm. So she was with the shoes she was wearing. She was six foot tall. Uh,
0: well, her, you know, and that I just remember watching that show and just being absolutely mesmerized by her hair. And I, you know, I'm I'm mesmerized by red hair because it's such an anomaly, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, but she just has really great hair.
1: Great hair, tall accent.
0: (laughs) That and that does it for you. That does it, folks.
2: Got my spaceship. Got my boys. My work here is done. Uh,
0: we are not her boy yeah we are yeah we are well fun. okay so what do you so is it are they good uh, you know the second time around or whatever time around this is
1: yeah those are my favorite seasons uh I, there's a lot of uh people will argue about who's good at, at, as doctor who or whatever and uh i would say david tennant is the best and i i understand and accept that david tennant is the best but i like the matt smith matt smith karen gillen seasons best and i don't care what anyone says
0: uh, you won't get any uh, pushback from me. I'm not a, a day. I like David Tennant fine. I'm not a fan. Uh, I actually like the Matt Smith ones better.
1: Yeah, those are my favorite episodes. I just think David Tennant is the best Doctor.
0: Gotcha. Okay. Uh, what else you had watched?
1: So uh, the third Adventure Time Distant Lands special came out yesterday, and I watched that, and it was very good. And the uh, the Hulu Modok series came out today. Oh. So I watched the first two episodes of that. I think they put the whole season up there because it keeps letting me watch new episodes. So, um, first two, it's it's pretty good. It's not it's not really my sense of humor. It's is it robot it's, chickeny? It's robot chickeny, and okay. I hate robot chicken. See, so, that's what I
0: was wondering. I was wondering about this.
1: Yeah. So I I do hate robot chicken deeply. I deeply hate robot chicken, but. I hate, one of the things I hate about Robot Chicken is it would tend to do, like, adult humor based on, like, kids' things, you know, like, cartoons or whatever from the 80s, and I just think that's not funny. But this is all one thing, so it's a little different. Like, it's it's Marvel, so it's, it's like, consistent, you know? Mm. And there are parts of it that made me laugh. I don't love it yet. I'm gonna keep watching it uh some stuff is some every once in a while something will happen that's really funny but most of the time i was watching it i had sort of a straight face (laughs) so um um, yeah i'm not sold yet
0: i am i'm gonna check this out because i i was thinking tonight i might watch this and that army of the dead
1: yeah i'm gonna watch that tonight or tomorrow probably tomorrow
0: yeah um Okay, well, that, so that those are both out at this, you know, we're recording on Friday night, but by the time you listen to this, both these things will still be out, you know?
1: Yes, they will, and they'll be available to you. Uh, the Army of the Dead on Netflix and Modoc on Hulu.
0: Yep. All right, well, that does it for everything that Nick had done watched, and that brings us to the new news.
2: X tree X tree here. All about it.
0: This
1: is going to be a little more robust than the what we had done Watched segment this week because we have some juicy ones here. We um, do. the The first one is is a Dave Bautista rumor, and he apparently wants to play Marcus Phoenix in a Gears of War movie, and has pitched the idea himself.
0: Yeah, this. Uh, he, I mean, he fits the part perfectly as far as looks go, don't you think? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Um, I was never a Gears of War fan because to me it was just a bunch of meatheads shooting guns, and that's it's kind of one-dimensional to me. So I never was into it.
1: I agree that I'm of the same opinion. It has some cool aesthetics, but you know it's not really my my jam.
0: Yeah. So if he wants to do this, I mean, I think it's awesome that you can pitch projects that you are passionate about and want to do. I would certainly watch it. Um, yeah. I might actually like it better than the video game. Uh, you know but uh yeah not super exciting
1: in this article it mentions that he turned down fast and the furious to pitch this and i just think that dave batista is above fast and the furious like yeah yeah, he's a really good actor like watch blade runner 2049
0: i you know i was thinking of that because because I, I was paying attention to his performance um you know when he puts on the glasses and everything it was great he was great
1: yeah he has he has like a weird kind of gravitas, like a very melancholy gravitas in that movie, and because he sort of knows he's doomed, and he's just like understands that what Kay's gonna do, and he's just like he's like you're gonna do this, like this is what you are, and then Kay's just like just let me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. He I think he's got actually a pretty good range of like intensity, like he can be in those quiet moments uh especially as uh drax and then uh-huh. he can have that really high intensity as well so uh in the physicality so yeah so i don't know we'll see we'll see if this is uh if a studio decides they want to do this we'll see
1: yeah i like them
0: yep uh the other thing that we have here is that uh some people i don't know if this is a rumor if this was news but there is some connection between Bree larson and mara jade from star okay Wars.
1: so what this is is insider information rumor that if it was reported alone on we got this covered i would have dismissed out of hand right but i saw i saw this on so many different uh news outlets that and i just i really i want to believe is the thing here because i love mary jade i love brie larson but what what really this could mean and what sort of what's happening with the Mandalorian season two with the uh Ahsoka still looking for Grand Admiral Thrawn, is I believe what Dave Filoni is doing is taking the Heir to the Empire trilogy, which is the Timothy Zahn Thrawn trilogy from the nineties that served as the original episode seven, eight and nine until Disney came along, and is sort of remaking them canon in between return of the jedi and force awakens which for me is the best possible thing here because my original I, I think i said this in the podcast my what i needed from the sequel trilogy for star wars was that it had to be in order to justify making the thron trilogy by timothy zahn non-canon uh the the sequel trilogy had to be better than it and i don't think it was uh not even not even close in my opinion so i was really mad uh, when I saw Rise of Skywalker, that it was like, it was like we're gonna, we're gonna have the the Thrawn trilogy be non-canon for for this, and then it now it doesn't matter if they put it in the middle, then I lose nothing. You right.
0: Know? Yeah. I I you know when they first said that they were gonna that all that all that uh, extended universe was not gonna be canon, I didn't. I didn't really care. I wasn't. I didn't have like a passion for it. I wasn't like big into it. I was like, whatever. That's fine. Let's go. Let's do some new stuff. That's cool. Uh, but I've sort of come back around. And if they were to have, a, say, a Kyle, a Kyle Katarn or a Dash Rendar, uh, you know, from the from the video games, I would I would geek out, man. I would, you know, that'd be awesome. And uh, and I've I've read like one or two Star Wars novels. So you know, it'd be there's some cool ideas in there. It would be fun to do. So I'm, I'm into this. I'm down with it. Yeah, and I'm just like you. I I love Brie Larson. Marjay's a cool character. Let's go.
1: Yeah, I fully think that making everything that, that wasn't filmed non-canon and then reintroducing the best elements of it is a good way to go. Like, there are things in the novels, like the Expanded Universe novels, that are garbage that I don't want to be canon, like the whole Yuzan Vong bug thing. That was the stupidest thing ever. So, uh Making like starting over and then pulling out the best elements and using those is good. So I'm for that. And and with Dave Filoni in charge of it, that's what's gonna happen. Like all yeah. the best parts will be incorporated.
0: Yeah. Speaking of Brie Larson, I don't know if we did we did not put this on the list, but there there was something I saw about her wanting to be the leader of the Avengers, uh as Captain Marvel.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't know if I saw that.
0: I don't know, write into us and let us know if you saw something about that. I I saw like a headline, I didn't click on it, it it looked like clickbait, I don't know.
1: Yeah, well, most of the Avengers are, like the original Avengers are out of commission, so.
0: Yeah. Uh, We have some very exciting, uh, or I would just say very positive good news, tell us what it is, involving Dave Filoni.
1: So Dave Filoni, the best Star Wars boy, has been promoted to executive creative director of Lucasfilm. Which basically means he's the Kevin Feige of Star Wars. He he approves all the creative decisions. He oversees it all. He's the best. He's all his stuff is the best. Like the, he made the Mandalorian. He made the Clone Wars. He made Rebels. He made um, Bad Batch. And what he's really good at is taking some of the other stuff of Star Wars that was maybe underdeveloped or not as good, or like the you know the prequels by themselves they're cheesy. They're fun for the memes, but you know. They're the prequels. But then Dave Filoni comes along and puts in the Clone Wars and now all of these characters are great and they have like the development that they need and stuff like that. And I he's doing that now, I feel like, with the sequels, because when when Rise of Skywalker came out, it's just like they had the I think Poe had the line where he's like, somehow Palpatine has returned. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, uh, just out of the blue, not even mentioned in the first two movies, we're just going to be like, somehow he's returned? Uh, I didn't like that movie. But, uh... In... In Mandalorian, we start to get, like, these things with, like, little cloning facilities on outer worlds. And it's like, what is going on? Why are they trying to clone? Why do they need force-sensitive blood? What are these facilities doing with these imperial guys hiding out in the outer rim so it's it's fleshing out this this uh plot line that they just shoehorned in suddenly in episode nine and with any luck it'll be like the prequels where it's like they're much better movies because of the supplemental material created by dave filoni so yeah. he basically just fixes star wars
0: yeah I'm very happy to have a Kevin Feige type person leading the charge. So I just think this is wonderful, and we are in store. We have a lot of good Star Wars stuff in store. Agreed. It's going to be great. Okay, so then last piece of news that we have here is that uh, Henry Cavill um, is he is he confirmed doing a Highlander reboot?
1: Yeah, this was just announced today. So Chad Stahlsky, the director of John Wick, a former stunt coordinator, he was the stunt coordinator on X-Men, uh, is, is directing this Highlander reboot, and Henry Cavill is going to be uh, McLeod.
0: I, I have never seen anything Highlander.
1: That is a crime, sir. <laughs> How have you never seen Highlander? That's like a total 1980s great Ben movie.
0: Probably the same reason that I, that I had not seen Big Trouble in Little China up until recently.
1: Yeah, you should watch Highlander. You don't need to watch all the 800 million Highlander sequels. You only need to watch Highlander 1. Okay. It's the only one you need to watch, but you do need to watch Highlander 1.
0: Okay. In the end, there can only be one. There can be only one.
1: If nothing else but for the great 90s Jerry Seinfeld shoes that they all are wearing.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. These nice shoes over here. With the giant Jerry Seinfeld sneakers in the parking garage with the sword
1: and the. Oh, please, mister, don't chop off my head. <laughs>
0: uh, Alright, so that does it for the new news, and uh, that brings us to the question times.
2: Wow. The Quish Tones Tomes.
1: We have a very futuristic question here. It's almost like it's the year 2000.
0: Uh, my method's unsound. So I was thinking about this just during the day the other day. And I was just, I was wanting some things that didn't exist. You ever want some things that didn't, that don't exist frequently. So the question here that I thought of was what future thing or things that you think will reasonably come into existence. These things will happen. They will, they will be invented. uh, What are those things that you are sad that you don't get to have or do or see?
1: well the first thing that jumped into my mind is the singularity where we can extend our our lives as long as we wish with uh, some sort of machine technological hardware whether it be uh, saving yourself like in uh, in that altered carbon show on like on a disc in your neck or whatever something like that where you can live as long as you want to basically so you can experience as much of of life as you want Uh, because you know Death is is eternal, so why not make life as long as you can? And then my other one would be affordable commercial space travel. I just want to zoop around in space, uh, zoom in here and th- hither and thither amongst the stars. And then I would also really like really immersive tactile VR, so like a holodeck sort of Star Trek situation. I feel like that will be a thing at some point, whether it's uh, a holodeck type room or whether it's purely due to some sort of mental manipulation.
0: Yeah. That would be awesome. Uh, I would love that, man. A holodeck is... I don't know that the holodeck as we know it would be possible, but gosh, it would be cool.
1: I would think it would work... Did you ever see the movie Repo Man with Jude Law? Yeah. You know the thing they plug in their head to go on vacation? Yeah. I feel like it would be like that.
0: Yeah, okay. Uh, So I thought... um, the ability to invest in asteroid mining. Um, so there is, the, there is an asteroid that we have detected that has so much uh, rare earth metals in it that it's worth like 14 trillion times the world economy or something crazy, you know. Well, if I can invest in that, I, I could basically retire, you know, once they actually get those metals and bring them into earth orbit and then, you know, mine them in, in uh, earth orbit or something. So I wish I, I wish I had the ability to invest in that. I don't necessarily need to go do it, you know. That's dangerous. But yeah, that it.
1: sounds like a job for Bruce Willis, Steve Buscemi, Owen Wilson, <laughs> Michael Clark Duncan, at
0: all. Our megadon. It's <laughs> exactly who it's meant for, but not for me. So I just want to invest. Um, also, I want a machine. I think we might actually get this at some point—a machine that can record your dreams in 4K.
1: Uh yeah, that would be cool.
0: Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, yeah.
1: <laughs> I I don't have a, I don't remember my dreams a lot of times, and I sometimes have really really bad ones. So that one's not real high on my list. You must be having better dreams than me.
0: <laughs> uh, my dreams are weird. If you if you follow me on Instagram, I posted a tweet from somebody that was like, "Dream logic is so weird. You'll be swimming around a shipwreck, and you'll but you'll also be like, yeah, this is the Walmart that my dad owns." <laughs>
1: I believe I sent you that meme. Oh, did you? I think originally.
0: <laughs> uh, I was like spot on. So my dreams are very much like that. Like yeah, mine too, yeah. for the
1: most part. Jess always <laughs> has really involved ones and remembers them to a T when she wakes up.
0: Oh, that's cool. So, yeah, I'd love to record those. I think it'd be funny and interesting. So, uh, And then also, um, giant 3D printers that can print a cool car for you. I think that would be cool. That That way I could actually have a BMW M1 from the 80s.
1: I would design that stupid bubble car that Homer Simpson makes in, the, in that Simpsons episode with Danny DeVito as his brother.
0: You could have it, man. It, you just have this uh, printer just print it right up for you, man.
1: Mm-hmm. It's got the dumb bubble sticking out of the top. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep. So uh, write into us, folks, and tell us what... Uh what would you like to have in the future that you think might exist? What would you like to have now or do or see now? Uh, we will not tell you how to write into us at this point in the show, but later on we will. I promise you that. And that brings us to the new, 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 trailers. Folks, we have a Baker's dozen.
1: Yeah. Some of these are like 30 second teasers. So we, we added a little, a little extra.
0: Yeah, a couple of these we're gonna blow through, but some of these are worth talking about, buddy. Um, yep. let me just tell you that. Uh first one, I did not know for let me just go ahead and say this. I did not know this was being made. Uh this was when you put this on the list, uh it was a surprise to me. Uh but it is the movie called Snake Eyes, and yes, we're talking about the G.I. Joe Snake Eyes.
1: Yeah, this is a uh a spin-off or sort of like a soft reboot. Of the G.I. Joe movies about Snake Eyes. I was aware of this from watching Toy Galaxy videos. Because Dan said it had been delayed. And I was like, oh, I didn't even know they were making it. But, uh... It came out... Uh, not, nobody from any of the old G.I. Joe movies are in it. It's got Samara Weaving as Scarlet. Who is... Well, I, I didn't have a lot of G.I. Joe stuff. Like, when I was a kid. But I remember I had like a little figure of Scarlet. And... So one of the one characters that I know is one of the main characters in this movie, and uh, is played by Samara Weaving.
0: Yeah, to, you know what I think this is. It's gotta be the same play as making that Bumblebee movie.
1: Yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a soft reboot, uh, sort of learning from the the mistakes of previous entries in the franchise, and sort of just starting fresh from there. Yeah.
0: Focusing on one character, kind of doing like a almost like a little bit of an origin uh, on them, and then kind of branching out from there, which is kind of the Marvel uh, approach, isn't it? You know, we started with Iron Man, yep, uh, and then kind of branched out.
1: Yep, and we got Henry Golding as Snake Eyes. I think in the first, the Steven Summers GI Joe movie, I think Snake Eyes was uh, Ray Park. If I'm not mistaken, and he had that weird mouth on his mask, and nobody liked it because he doesn't—he just has like a ninja mask normally.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think they probably fixed that here.
1: Yeah, he just looks
0: like Snake Eyes.
1: That's one of the things people need to learn, and in our learning is people like the things to look like what they look like. That's why they liked it originally. So that's what—that's one of the things Marvel does best, and uh, that's looks like the way they're going with this. I think this looks pretty good. It looks like a neon action movie so
0: yeah a lot of asian characters which is good to see um, Yep. and we've got some maybe some travel to uh either maybe asian countries like japan or something um a lot of good visuals there it looks like so i'm i'm hopeful for this
1: yeah with all this uh neon and stuff it's gonna have some cool looking fight scenes
0: yeah I tell you what, we really need though, and tell me if you agree with this. What we really need is a an old school looking Transformers crossover with GI Joe movie. Yeah, like the comics, like, like the, the comics, comics had promised. That's what I want.
1: Yeah, I just think that with like these toy movies based on stuff like that, it should be they should feel like a kid playing with a bunch of toys <laughs> just mashed together, you know?
0: Yeah, it's it's not that hard. There's there's so many there's so much you could do. With these these things, you don't have to have the the convoluted storyline of Transformers or what. If you ever go, if you, I think IGN may have done this. They're like try to explain the storyline thread through all the the Transformers movies, and it's the it's the worst thing ever. It's yeah. got to be the worst thing ever.
1: I've only seen the first two Transformers movies. Uh, the second one was literal torture to me, so I never saw any more of them. There was. <laughs> my favorite thing ever was mike nelson i think it was mike nelson so sorry to whoever wrote this if it wasn't mike nelson but mike nelson from mr science theater or somebody channeling his sense of humor said that transformers 2 was uh, dawson's creek featuring the transformers
0: gosh that's about right just terrible bad uh, yeah. All right, so then next up we have the a teaser for The Wonder Years, and this is a sort of a reboot with a, a black family. And the VO, just like the old show, is done by Don Cheadle. I didn't know this. Yeah,
1: it's fantastic. Uh, not that Don Cheadle did the VO in the old show. no 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 no. uh the this is a man recalls his experiences growing up in montgomery alabama during the late 1960s uh was it daniel stern who did the voiceover in the old one i have no idea i think it was daniel stern and i'm i'm so confident that i'm not even going to google it so i think it was daniel stern now it's don cheadle uh dule hill is in this i know him from uh psych and like west wing and he's he's very prominent so good cast uh the trailer was good it looks good it looks like the wonder years you know
0: yeah i think that they they really tried to make this quality they tried to do a good job on this they got the right people on it i think this will be great yes it looks good i think this one will be good yep i do too uh next up we have oh boy (laughs) 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 we have something called i guess it's a movie it's called the ice road and uh, it's got it's got Liam Neeson guys who is playing an American well I say playing that's a loose term uh, trying to portray an American
1: I take issue with that because he says meters in this trailer so there's no way he's American <laughs> no American would ever say meters
0: yeah this uh, <laughs> yeah uh, the the le, let me break down this storyline I for need you, you to break okay, I need you to break it down. After a remote diamond mine collapses
1: in the far northern regions of Canada, an ice driver leads an impossible rescue mission over the frozen ocean to save the lives of trapped miners despite thawing waters and a threat they never see coming. That's how Liam Neeson talks in this movie, be he Canadian or or American, he is most definitely an old Irish man.
2: The only way up there is crossing the ice roads. That leak has been falling for five weeks now.
0: <laughs> he is. Uh, this movie features uh, an 18-wheeler driving on a waterbed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> also, uh, Lawrence Fishburne and uh, and the girl who played Carrie in Legion, who is a very good actor in that. But uh, uh, <laughs> Matt Salinger is in this. No way. It-
0: This movie is beneath Lawrence Fishburne, I think.
1: This movie is beneath everyone because Matt Salinger is in this. Matt Salinger is in the mystery science theater movie Space Mutiny, uh, which is maybe the dumbest movie ever to be on Space Mutiny, and he was in the Captain America movie from 1990. Uh, Oh, no way. (laughs) Yeah, he was Captain America. So seeing Matt Salinger in this, I can officially tell you that this movie is unbelievably bad, even though I haven't seen it. In fact, I had thought when this came up, I thought we. Th- I was like, this movie happened already. We talked about this, this is years ago, and then I was like, nope, that was the Snowplow movie where Liam Neeson was Mr. Plow from The Simpsons, and he was like, it was like Snowplow Taken or whatever.
0: What a mess! This looks like a mess. Uh, you 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 literally can't get past Liam Neeson's accent in this.
1: I don't like to be in a place where I'm making fun of Liam Neeson movies. The man was in, in Gangs of New York. He was he was Qui gon Jinn. Uh, and then here's uh, was Ross Al Ghoul. He was Ross Take. Al Ghoul. He he, he he made Taken, which is a very good action movie, but the not like part of his soul was Taken and he became this zombie of bad action movies it's like a stallone it's like stallone trajectory you know like stallone wrote rocky rocky's one of the best sports movies ever made he wrote it it's a very nuanced character he was a good actor and then first blood the first rambo movie is also really good it, it was like a about ptsd and it was just good good movie and then he just started doing these dumb action movies and it's the same thing and there's fun action movies but if every movie you do is some stupid like over the top movie like this it doesn't it doesn't
0: work it's it's crazy to me like and Stallone is crazy to me too because he is so good in Creed the first Creed he's so good he
1: he often has that he's really a good actor stallone is a, a smart guy a good writer and a really good actor but he gets i feel like he just wants paychecks sometimes so he does this garbage stuff like they whatever the the rainbow sequels are just weird action movies and like huh, like, yeah. he, it's like you could have been a contender <laughs> the
0: expendables they're not even fun like, yeah. i hate those movies I, I, I don't own any of them on blu-ray if that yeah. tells you anything mm-hmm. yeah so this is skippable i don't know why this was made paychecks i guess
1: <laughs> i don't know why it makes me sad
0: <laughs> seriously now you've made me angry That's what he he says in the trailer.
1: (laughs) He does. I'm
0: angry. All right, so the next up we have a full trailer for Sweet Tooth, that uh, Netflix movie with the hybrid kid, the deer kid. And
1: with this trailer, just like that, all the rage I just felt about that last trailer is gone because this looks really, really good.
0: This looks really good. Visually, it looks really good. I like the way they filmed it and, like, the... The filters and stuff that they put on it. It looks real slick. uh, And it looks like an interesting story.
1: Looks like good acting. Looks like good special effects. I feel like something bad's going to happen to Will Forte. And I love him. And I'm not prepared to watch something bad happen to Will Forte. But
0: because of how good this looks, I will watch it. I think Will Forte dies in the first 20 minutes.
1: Yeah, I think he's going to get murdered. And uh, that makes me sad because I love him. But uh, this really looks good. So it's sort of like the the distant future weird fantasy story of, of these hybrid kids. And uh, then there's like humans left over that don't like the hybrids. And it's it's just sort of, you know, you've seen that kind of thing before, not necessarily with animal hybrid people, but it's just, it looks really good. And it's weird enough that it's interesting and sort of unique.
0: Uh, I had, when I was watching this, Nick, I had a fleeting thought and I mean fleeting where I was like, would humans really want to just kill these hybrid kids like this? Would they be after them like this? And then I thought, Oh, absolutely. A hundred percent people, they would probably be more ravenous than in this movie. Like one, like they call them an abomination or whatever and want to kill them. Absolutely. Yep. Humans would do this.
1: Yeah. Uh, that, that movie Greenland has a lot of stuff like that. And those are just normal humans. And it's like the, the, world has been ending for like five minutes and everyone's like turning on each other in that movie
0: yep uh he- heck we, we there was uh, uh, um, uh, rumors of a gas shortage and everybody was like filling up their their laundry baskets with gas <laughs> and stuff you know <laughs> yeah
1: not a good not a good look humanity
0: no uh, what is that? We you need to pop the line in here from uh, from men in black the person is smart People are dumb, panicky, dangerous animals, and you know it. <laughs> that's it. That's the one. Tommy Lee Jones, man. Oh, uh, that's great. So yeah. So that I think this is uh, fairly believable as far as the the human aspect of it goes.
1: Yeah, the human element, when when portrayed negatively, is almost always accurate.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: for sure. Uh, all right. So that that looks good. And then, oh my gosh, I this next one, I'm guys, I'm so excited about. That uh, was another surprise for me. They are making a series, a Dr. Death series. Uh, if you've listened to this podcast series, it is excellent, 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 and I cannot wait for this. So uh,
1: I haven't actually heard of this podcast. I, I do listen to some Wondery podcasts, so I've probably heard ad, ads for it and just didn't clock them. But the, the plot of this the podcast and this is that as patients entering the operating room of Dr. Christopher Dunch for routine spinal surgery start leaving permanently maimed or dead, two fellow surgeons and a young assistant district attorney set out to stop him. And we got Alec Baldwin. We got Christian Slater. We got Joshua Jackson. We got some other people. <laughs> Those are the ones I recognize here.
0: It looks good. Uh, I cannot wait to see this portrayed on on the screen. I'm telling you, if you have until this comes out, you have time to listen to this podcast, and I'm telling you, you will zoom through it. You will binge it. It's really good. It's it's captivating, and so this is this story is wild. Okay, it is absolutely wild. Uh, It's called Doctor Death, and and for a reason. I mean, this is insane. It's insane stuff, y'all. So I'm very excited about this.
1: This this does look like a good show. It is going to be on Peacock, though. So
0: okay, so. Here, here's uh, this is. Uh, some of y'all may not care about this. Anyway, NBC Sports Network is going away. NBCSN is going away, and they're putting it between they're splitting that all the, the all the NBC Sports stuff between USA and Peacock. So, because I'm a big Olympics buff, and NBC shows IndyCar and some GT racing like IMSA stuff, I actually think I'm probably going to end up getting Peacock.
1: I'm gonna get it when the animated series of the Adventure Zone comes out because that's just something I need to watch. So I'll have it then, and then at some point I will uh, need to watch Cheers again. And right now I think it's only on there. So oh, okay. It might be on Hulu, but I don't know.
0: Yeah, so we'll 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 keep you all updated if we get Peacock. You know, if it is it worth it. But uh, I just don't want to pay for another streaming another streaming yeah. service.
1: That's one where I think I would do like a month or something, when something I want is on it. You know, yeah. like I'm gonna break down and get Apple pretty soon because there's a lot of stuff piling up on Apple that I want to watch, and I gotta watch Ted Lasso.
0: Oh yeah, you gotta watch that, and then uh, Mosquito Coast too. Yep, and I wanna watch that Tom Hanks
1: Greyhound movie, and I wanna watch uh, that some of the sci-fi stuff they're making.
0: Sorry, I'm making a note. I've totally forgot that Mosquito Coast existed, and I'm making a reminder to catch up on that. <laughs> <laughs> what else was I gonna watch? Oh, uh, Modok. That's right. Modok. I gotta, I gotta keep a list of this stuff because all this stuff is coming out, and I, I have, I you forget, you forget what's out, right?
1: Yeah. Some of the, some of the Marvel stuff in Modok was pretty funny. Some of the like Marvel references and stuff. Yeah. Just, I'm not 100% sold on it yet. I have to. Yeah. I'm gonna keep watching it.
0: Uh I'm going to be interested after you watch maybe two or three more episodes, if you will finish it or if you're just going to give up.
1: I'm sure I'll finish it.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, trailer number six here is the trailer, an actual trailer for the Friends reunion. And I actually didn't finish this trailer because it was a snooze fest for me.
1: Yeah. So this is like a reunion special that's going to be on HBO Max that they've been advertising the heck out of for like a year and a half. Frankly, if I'm getting a reunion episode and, and you're advertising it this heavily, I would think it would be a, a an episode, you know? Like, not just some interview special. That seems, like, th- weird to me.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, th- this is... Is this for super fans or is this for casual fans, too? Because I don't know who this is for. I feel like it's mainly
1: for super fans. Friends ha- Friends has a weird sort of... Uh, place in the zeitgeist of sitcom fandom so i'm i'm pretty big sitcom nerd as as people can probably tell from listening to this and to me the best sitcoms are cheers and seinfeld and like 30 rock and scrubs friends sort of among comedy nerds like uh writers and and like stand-up people and and sort of Pretentious comedy nerds friends is sort of like a punchline it gets made fun of a lot for being like cheesy and not funny uh casually friends is not bad it's not as bad as people make it seem it's pretty neutral to me it's not one of my favorite things but there's stuff in it that is good so people that think like the whole thing is bad it's not it has it has some good stuff uh like phoebe is great i love phoebe she's the only one of the the friends that i would i think be friends with in real in real life is phoebe but i'll probably watch this i like uh some of these people i like courtney cox i like phoebe and i look like matthew perry so i haven't seen him in a while so i kind of want to see what i'll look like in <laughs> 20 years or whatever <laughs>
0: Yeah, so I just, I, I never liked that show, and so this is, I'm not the target audience. I didn't feel the need to finish this trailer even. It's a kind of a long trailer.
1: It is, yeah. It went on a bit. Uh, a lot of them look very plastic surgery-y today, uh, except for uh, uh, Matt LeBlanc. He looks like a normal person,
0: and... Uh, he looks like your uncle. Like, yeah. whoever you are, you have an uncle that looks like him.
1: <laughs> Matt LeBlanc and... Uh, Lisa Kudrow have like aged like normal humans, and then the rest of them look weird, except for Courtney Cox, who has always looked the same.
0: She's vampirish.
1: Yeah. So, and she cloned herself with her daughter, as we discussed in an earlier episode, the <laughs> Courtney Cox cloning conspiracy crew. Uh,
0: well, there was. Uh, we did talk about that, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Uh, named an episode even. Okay, so that's happening. Uh, then we have a trailer for Catla
1: uh being that this is swedish i'm sure it's
2: kotla or something <laughs> yeah kotla yeah that's kotla
0: this is a very teasery super teasery trailer but i got to say i was intrigued by this um unless it turns out to be like dark and then i'm not intrigued i will wholeheartedly reject it but for from the teaser i'm interested
1: and i'll correct myself it's iceland not sweden uh but uh, yeah, so it has sort. Of, the trailer has sort of Death Stranding vibes to me, where it's very weird and sort of trippy, but also kind of creepy. And there's like a woman coming out of the mud, and it just reminds me of Death Stranding.
0: Did you do a double take when that guy that looks like Norman Reedus with like the suit on? Yes, showed I thought that's
1: yeah. I when I because. Before that even happened, I thought it was Death Stranding and I said it out loud. Then he came up and I was like,
0: <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I had to stop the video and go back. I was like, Was that Norman Reedus? Is this like Death Stranding? What is it? And, like, and I was like, Okay, it's not. And I freeze framed, and I was like looking at his suit and I was like, Okay, it's more like a jacket or something, but like it just looked, it had that look, right? It has the full Death Stranding vibe. Although yeah. the storyline,
1: I did not glean this from the trailer because it's very teasery. But the storyline on IMDb is given as one year after the violent eruption of the subglacial volcano Katla, the peace and tranquility in the small town of Vik is dramatically disturbed, which, you know, could mean any number of things. There, I don't. I'm. A, it's unclear whether there's any sort of supernatural element to this. Right. Al, although it feels like it from the trailer.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's. It had an interesting tone, and it, visually it was interesting. There's one shot where she's, uh, or somebody's walking into a cave, and there's lava in the cave, like flowing mm-hmm. in the off the walls. I was like, this is. I think I'm into this.
1: Yeah, it could be good. It, it might be weird, really weird. And, uh, who knows? We, not us, because the trailer was so short.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll definitely, I want to see a full trailer. We're going to definitely cover and be on the lookout for a full trailer of this, uh, hopefully in the next couple of months or yeah. weeks.
1: Unless it just sneaks onto Netflix in the meantime.
0: Uh, it could happen. Um, yeah. So then we have a trailer for The Mysterious Benedict Society.
1: We had a teaser trailer for this on what feels like a long time ago. Yeah in a podcast far, far back in the catalog. Uh, the the plot of this is a group of gifted orphans are recruited by an eccentric benefactor to go on a secret mission, or as Jess called it, Wes Anderson's X-Men. <laughs>
0: this, I just... I, I missed this note earlier. Oh my god, that's so perfect. That is <laughs> that is so spot on.
1: Yeah, this is more... There's like a, a video on YouTube someone made of Wes Anderson's X-Men, and all it was was references to other Wes Anderson movies. And I didn't think it was very funny, but this this trailer is the true Wes Anderson's X Men. It has a, f- a feel like that. It also has Christian Shaw and Tony Hale in, in starring roles, and I love both of them. It has uh, it's coming out on Disney Plus, so it's probably like a more wholesome type show. I imagine it won't be very dark.
0: Tony Hale with that beard and that hair looks like the guy from Community. The um, oh, what's his name from Community? Danny Pooty. He looks like Danny Pooty with a beard.
1: Okay, with a beard. Because I, I was like, who do who you think? Who, who has a beard on Community, but he doesn't have a beard? You're saying he looks like him with a beard.
0: He looks like Danny Pooty from Community with a beard, I thought.
1: Perhaps so. Perhaps so.
0: Maybe. Uh, but I, so this is, first of all, I don't know that I, I cannot beat Wes Anderson X Men. That is the perfect description of <laughs> this but the energy that this had i will say was like a mix of umbrella academy a clock in the walls and then series of unfortunate events
1: i have only seen umbrella academy of those things Uh, i do want to see the house with the clock in the walls because i love jack black did you know that eli roth made that movie because he wanted to make a movie that his kids could watch because his kids couldn't watch any of his other movies
0: (laughs) i did not know that Yep. but there there, there is this um i think there's this whole genre of like these quirky kids series or movies where it's like every everything's just kind of weird and quirky you know
1: yeah it sort of that sort of got started with like narnia and even like mary poppins is kind of even like that to a degree you know
0: yeah yeah uh so this looks pretty good i don't know that i'm gonna watch it but it, my, i bet my kids might watch it
1: yeah, this looks a, it's like it skews a little younger than yeah. like one that I'll pick up, but it does look wholesome.
0: Yeah, yeah. So then we have something a little less wholesome. It's called Fear Street, and this is based on R. R. L. Stein books or book series of books.
1: Yeah, so these were the books that he did after Goosebumps, because he did the Goosebumps books in the '90s, R. L. Stein, and then he did the Fear Street ones later on.
0: For an uh, older audience,
1: yeah, but it's still like, like, I'd say they're PG thirteen books, you know.
0: So, okay this this one this one was a little stabby, you know.
1: Yeah, it's a little stabby. I I can't imagine that it's it's any worse in the actual show than it was in the trailer. So I imagine it's pretty light fare as far as as being scary or or horror based. But uh, I had never read any of the Fear Street but I just am, I'm imagining that's the case based on R.L. Stein. And, and I just don't think he, he has the ability to be truly scary having written so many goosebumps books.
0: (laughs) I have not read a single R.L. Stein work in my life.
1: Yeah. You're a little older than me. So I think I was, I was the exact right age for goosebumps when they came out. So I read all of those books. Like I was super into those, but yeah. So I'm, it was like kids' books when I was a kid, so I, it's like people who were born in nineteen eighty-seven read Goosebumps. I don't know about Fear Street though, because that I didn't I didn't catch those. Got Jillian Jacobs in it though. I don't do I know her. She's Britta on Community.
0: Oh yeah, okay.
1: This is a Community-based podcast.
0: It is. Uh, All right, so then we have a trailer, a third trailer for Loki.
1: Yeah, normally I wouldn't have put... This is almost like a TV spot, and normally I would have left this off, but it's just so good that I wanted to talk about it. Uh, We have Loki being taken to the TVA, where he is addressed by a little cartoon clock called Miss Minutes, and he's basically taken through processing.
0: It's excellent. I love everything everything about this there is a shot of i don't know if it's the tva facility but it goes on forever it's like gigantic it's like a, a city that's vertical and horizontal and it just goes on forever it looks like is that tva is that what that was
1: yeah and and because it's a, an abstract concept in sort of an in-between universe it doesn't have to obey any sort of laws of physics or anything uh all all, all of it serves the sacred timeline ben the TVA is one of my favorite things in Marvel.
0: <laughs> oh, I cannot wait for this. I just, I want this. I want Owen Wilson. I'm so excited.
2: Wow.
1: I really like how badly Owen Wilson wants to trust Loki and have him be good. Like, he's like, ask for a weapon and then Owen Wilson's like, yeah, go nuts. And then uh, I think it was Gugu Mabatha-Raw, uh, her character maybe, or somebody takes the weapon away immediately. <laughs> it's so
0: great oh wow well, i cannot wait for this um so yeah this looks great still looks great and uh, when does it come out i cannot is it june june
1: 9th i believe wednesday june 9th
0: yeah 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 Re- wednesday that's right yeah we talked about that yep so looks great uh okay then we have a trailer for resident evil infinite darkness this is a, a final trailer i think
1: yeah we've had three of these i think so far over the course of a year they just keep teasing this infinite darkness on netflix so this one's is Leon and Claire and they're just, they're fighting some monsters. But I, mainly I wanted to talk about this because there's a new monster at the end of the trailer and he kind of looks like Swamp Thing and I, <laughs> I thought it was pretty cool looking.
0: Yeah, yeah, this, uh, they, well they called this an anime. Did you think that was strange that they call this an anime?
1: I would have had I not known Jess who explained to me that, uh, in Japan they refer to all cartoons as anime and is not a style, like... Uh, one of her friends, I think, or somebody she knew from Japan called Family Guy an anime because it's <laughs> animation in Japan. So okay. that means a different thing here. The connotation is different.
0: Okay, okay. that, that, that I guess that makes sense then. Uh, yeah, well, just like all the other previous Resident Evil CGI stuff, uh, you and I will probably end up seeing this.
1: Oh, yeah, and, and they've made it easier than going to Best Buy to get the Blu-ray by putting it on
0: Netflix. <laughs> that they have. So, yeah, this looks fine. Uh, I'm sure it'll be... Fine, yeah. Fine. It's Resident Evil. Yeah, it's Resident Evil. You know, you we we basically know what we're getting into. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Then we have a trailer for a classic horror story, and this is on Netflix. And I hate everything about this.
1: I hate this so much that I put this on the on the list here just so you would also have to see it.
0: Uh, I, uh not happy that you did that. Uh, this is the. Not only do I hate horror. Uh, but I hate uh, torture uh, type of horror, and that's what this is. Uh, this is gar- straight garbage. I don't know why this gets made. I don't know wh- why people enjoy this. Is it is it cathartic because they can go to their real life and say, well, it's n- at least my life is not as bad as this person getting tortured and killed. Like, I this don't, is awful. I
1: don't know because I also don't identify with that or want to see it. But uh, it's funny that this trailer is so short, and, and it can convey such a... A distaste to us. You know, like, this trailer literally just zooms in on, like, a, a house in the woods and then cuts to a guy with a mask about to drill some guy's face off. And, uh, yeah, so it was a 50-second trailer, and, and in that 50 seconds, uh, I, I kind of wanted to arrest everyone involved and put them in jail. <laughs> there's, a, there's a deer head at the beginning on the wall in the cabin, and I was just like, come on, start laughing, please just... Transport me to Evil Dead Two instead of whatever this dumb thing is that I'm yeah.
0: yeah, I was I was ready for the deer to blink or like like move its head slightly, and I was like, oh, that's creepy, you know. But then it doesn't do that, and it, and then it proceeds within fifty seconds to to offend me to to no end. Uh, I I've ne- I don't know that I've been offended so quickly. By I, something I
1: I will name this this movie Forest Hostel.
0: Yeah, that that's that is more accurate. Uh, there's nothing classic about this. Uh, you you can take this. You know you can take you know you can take this trailer and this movie where uh, into a into a, a diaper, put a, <laughs> a used diaper. Just put it into the used diaper, uh, and then and then cook it in in borscht, and then uh, and then give it back to the people who wrote this, and then and then make them eat it. That's the that's the the torture that we want. You diaper borscht. Eat the di. <laughs> you need to eat the diaper borscht, because of make for making this.
1: We've already had three to four things that I'm going to struggle with choosing the episode title over. <laughs> so, we'll see what we'll see what it's named when it comes out, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I have three or four already that I'm wrestling with here.
0: Uh, hard to beat that diaper borscht. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so that's stupid. Uh, and then the the uh, Baker's DeZeenth trailer is a Red Band trailer for something called Treze. Yeah, it's either
1: Treze or Trece or something. I, I don't know how to pronounce it. Uh, I'll f- They don't say it in the trailer. This is really cool, I thought. It's a, a Filipino sort of anime set in Manila where mythical creatures of Philippine folklore live in hiding amongst humans. And Alexandra Trece or Tres, I, I, don't, I wish I knew how to pronounce this, uh, Filipino last names tend to have Spanish pronunciations, so it's probably Tracy, like Tracy. Trace, Tracy or something like that, finds herself going head to head with a criminal underworld comprised of malevolent supernatural beings. So first of all, Filipino folklore has some really weird, cool monsters in it, like a Penangalan stuff like that really weird monsters uh a penangalan is a kind of vampire that is like also a witch where at night its head detaches from its body and it flies around the city with its organs hanging out and it it'll drink your blood and then it's it gets all filled up and it has to soak its organs in vinegar to make them fit back in the body so the only way to destroy it is to find its body while it's out hunting and people in in like malaysia or philippines or or southeast asia countries like that would put thorns on their windows to keep out such such creatures so i'm assuming that that kind of creature will show up in in this particular uh urban fantasy here but it has sort of hellboy vibes or like the dresden files Uh, my cousin sent me this trailer under the the uh description that it, it would remind me of Hellboy and the Dresden Files as a way to lure me into watching it and it worked.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, de- it definitely has those vibes. Uh, I also said uh, sort of a mix of like Constantine and maybe Castlevania even and some zombie stuff. Definitely. So yeah, it, it definitely f- uh, finds some influences. Well, not influences, but just relate- relatable to stuff that we've seen. But I like the uh, sort of the unknown factor of it being Filipino because I'm not familiar with that stuff. Yes. Um and, and it sort of brings new things to the table that we're not used to seeing. I really appreciate that. So Yeah, it, it could and, be interesting. And urban
1: fantasy is a great genre.
0: Uh it really is. Uh for sure. So this 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 might be something to look for. It, it although it will be uh pretty violent. You got a lot of monsters that are getting cut.
1: <laughs> yeah, it looks to be in that sort of same vein as like Castlevania or uh yeah. what's the the yasuke uh Netflix series two. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So
1: I'm I'm not sure when this comes out because IMDB is really uh, hit and miss with with posting the release dates of things. So it's not actually telling me when it's coming out. So it just says 2021.
0: Okay. Uh, All right. Well, that does it for all the new new trailers. And that brings us to the trailer mailers.
1: You've got mail. Yeah.
0: Last week, we just
1: asked a very simple sort of start of summer question. We just want to know what you were looking forward to.
0: Steph said, I will just say the obvious, seeing Black Widow in a theater, and she's, uh, I'm right rare with you, Steph, and she's like the biggest Black Widow fan that I know, and we all want this. Yeah, uh, absolutely. we all
1: want this. I feel like she's been extra tortured, though, since they had to wait a full extra year for this movie to come out. For sure. Uh, Robo said, he's excited to have friends over. We threw a little birthday party and invited people we haven't seen in over a year. It was wonderful to socialize with a larger group. And he's not wrong, man. Seeing some people, like, I'm going down to, to visit Jay and Wendy. Haven't seen them in so long. Just seeing people that you haven't been able to see, is going to be great.
0: It is. We, we've had a couple of people over for dinner uh, here lately, and it, it was just a delight. Just wonderful. Uh, Bridget said, Ben and I are going to Yellowstone for our 10th wedding anniversary. So I'm super looking forward to that. I want to see wolves and a moose so bad.
1: I have never seen a, a moose alive, and you know, I've been to Canada many times, but I did see a dead one on the side of the road with an entire car wrapped around it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think whoever was in that accident came out very well.
0: Probably not. Uh, I have seen a moose in real life, and when I was in Alaska, it, when the tide was out, it was like in the middle of where the water would be, and I, I guess it was eating stuff, but it was really far away. I mean, it was, gosh, it was a quarter mile away. Uh, but it was i was a moose i did see one i saw some
1: beavers in northern manitoba like at the top of manitoba by the cranberry portage beavers in canada are 10 times bigger than american bea- beavers they're like the size of like a dog it's insane you ever see a giant beaver i have so i imagine a moose in real life is quite intimidating
0: yeah it's a very big animal
1: jay said looking forward to seeing nick and jess in person this coming weekend based on when this podcast comes out so yep we're gonna go down there for memorial day hang out we're gonna watch that nicholas cage movie where he's fighting uh, the five nights at freddy's <laughs> creatures or whatever the <laughs> yeah, animatronic yeah. creatures so that'll be on my what we done watched after that weekend
0: <laughs> excellent that's so, great those
1: are the answers that we got and if if you want to tell us uh, what you're looking forward to in the future for this this new questions times uh, you can do what Kevin will naturally do and email us at trailerblazerspod at gmail.com or you can take the lead of someone like Robo or Bridget and follow us on Instagram at trailerblazers podcast which is what I, I mostly encourage people to do is follow us because that's when I post fun stuff and I you know I have to remember to make those posts on Monday morning when these episodes are out so you following uh, validates that amount of work that I do. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter at trailer underscore blazers, but if you don't do that, it won't hurt my feelings. And you can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star rating and review. And if you do that, well, Quick going to break it down for you.
2: I vote I hey, vote, I guess who it is. as Quick coming Come there to break it down for you, baby. And if you go on that Apple Podcast, and then us a five-star or runnin', guess what happens? You get to be a special guest on the Quick Mickey cooking show, and we just gonna make my specialty, you know what it is, diaper bores, baby. <laughs> and, <laughs> <laughs> and let me just tell you, baby, I make a five-star diaper box, and that's the only time. We're going to do it, but we're going to make two versions. We're going to make a really good version of it, and we're going to make a nasty version of it, and we're going to drive ourselves all the way to California, Atlanta, New York, wherever they're making this stupid movie that I heard Nick and Ben talking about, that h- classic horror movie, whatever that is. And we're just going to make them eat it. We're just going to te- teach them a lesson, because sometimes people make offensive things, and you got to teach them a lesson with diaper boards, and that is a tip.
1: Thank you, Quick Mickey. Effervescent, uh, immaterial, translucent, and reticulated, as always. Uh, for the Trailer Blazers, my name is Nick Kelly, and I have to soak my organs in vinegar to get them back into my body. Happy trailsers.
0: And I'm Ben Moon, a very animated person, or, a, or you might say, a very anime person. Happy Trailsers. And welcome back, folks, to the vid-yo games. One
2: quarter portion
0: of the show, and folks, um, let's see, uh, Nick has not been playing video games.
1: Nope. It's been quite a while since I've touched the controller, although Jess has been playing Monster Hunter World pretty much for 24 hours straight.
0: Is that on the Switch? Uh,
1: she's been playing it on the Xbox One, but, uh... She she was she stayed home today, so she played it all day. So it's been on my TV most of the day.
0: I got you. Okay, so that, there's a there's a new one coming out to, on Switch, and it's like a Switch exclusive for a year or something. I don't keep up with it. I just heard about it.
1: Yeah, from from what I can tell, the controls of that game are very Capcom-y and therefore hard to uh, maneuver. And a lot of times, she will be trying to catch something and then accidentally kills it, and then she gets mad. So
0: yeah, I don't think I, I don't think I would like those those games very much i'm not sure no
1: watching her play it made me think i would not be into it myself but i'm i'm very rarely into most games lately
0: yeah well nick i will tell you what i'm into and it's like one of those things where that it's i can't quit thinking about it's like what i want to do all the time and it is drive my simulator my racing simulator
1: your racing simulator looks very cool and when i was watching because i was watching aaron do it on your instagram story and i was i was thinking i was can you hook your vr headset up to this
0: you can uh i have tried it and buddy it is like instant motion sickness
1: (laughs) okay because that to me seems like the ultimate goal of this uh although it's probably cool to see the stuff like the the wheel and, and the pedals and stuff but if you're in the VR and you have a feel for it, it would feel more real. But I don't know. I just I would want to try it in VR.
0: Yeah, oh, it's definitely worth trying it, it and it's it is really cool to do it in VR. I will I'm not gonna lie to you, it's really cool. But when you start hitting bumps and hitting the brakes, it is like oh oh boy, your equilibrium is just all over the place. Now if you don't get motion sickness, you may can do this and be just fine. But me. Ooh, I cannot, if I'm in it more than like two minutes, I start feeling real sick.
1: I can see that. I don't know if I would have that. It's possible. I've never been in that sort of situation. I did fly the VR machine for the uh, Star Wars game, and I didn't get sick from that, so maybe I could handle it.
0: Yeah. And I think the difference is because I didn't really get sick from that either. It's really smooth. Like when you're flying a TIE Fighter or X Wing or whatever, it's really smooth. Mm-hmm. But the bumpiness of driving a race car is, it's, uh, oh, it, it does me in. So, hmm. yeah. So the setup you have is probably fine then. <laughs> yeah, no. And actually, I've already decided I like it enough that I'm going to upgrade to a three monitor system. So you'll have. Uh, so you can, when you look to the left and look to the right you'll be able to see out your side windows.
1: I think the I because for this to me to be worth it to me it seems like the immersion has to be key. So I would almost want to make some sort of roof or something where I don't I can feel like I'm looking out the window and not not in a room at all, you know? Like I would want to I would want to be in there. <laughs>
0: Maybe if you were in a dark room, uh, that would be good. Yeah, maybe in a dark room. Uh, but even with just one monitor, I've got a 32-inch monitor. Even with just that one monitor, it is it is awesome. Uh, and so all of my stuff is, is Fanatec stuff. So it's like sort of like the top of the line. Uh, and the experience is, it's there's nothing else like it. The force feedback on this wheel, you can feel every bump. You can feel the car pulling. Uh, it's like it feels so cool and oh, uh so i've been playing a set of i bought a set of course and i bought forza motorsport 7 and uh it is just it is a blast it's like all i want to do is is get in there and race
1: i would uh i would put on the soundtrack to drive and put some neon lights in the room and just drive around like a fake
0: la yeah it makes me kind of want to play like uh need for speed underground 2 and then just mm-hmm. drive around the city that would be fun
1: be cool yeah i would just put on night call and just drive around
0: yeah 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 so i uh you, you know if you ever come down here you got to try it out it's it's super fun so that's what i've been playing uh, sounds good yep yeah. Uh, we have we don't have any really video game news, but we have a couple of trailers that came out. Um, that, remember that Biomutant game that we've been talking about a couple of times? They actually have a gameplay trailer of it, and it's fairly long. And uh, it looks interesting.
1: Yeah, there's uh, your little character running around fighting monsters, and he jumps off a thing and glides. And Jess exclaimed, Glide Mechanics! when he jumped off the hill. <laughs> so she's going to get this. and So this game will be owned and played in my household. I don't know if I'll play it. I might. Uh, it looks too to hard for more. you. Yeah, that's the thing. Is it looks too hard for me? <laughs> um, I'm not real good, guys. I'm not good at video games, and it's not really my my thing. This guy needs. This guy doing the demo in this game gameplay trailer needs to learn to dodge. I tell you that. He got hit by every single one of those barrels that that guy threw.
0: Yeah, yeah, he was not dodging very well at all. And I he thought, seemed I, to to survive. So
1: maybe I could play it.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. So it's it's uh, it's almost like a open worldy um brawler, like a God of War type brawler type thing. But it's more open world. It's like it's like a mix of God of War and, and Zelda Breath of the Wild. Yeah, that's
1: me. yeah, that is what it looks like. Yeah.
0: But it's pretty. They were playing at 60 frames a second. That was pretty. Yep. Yep. Uh then oh, we have a trailer here uh something called Lies of P. Uh, Which is a terrible uh, title, I think.
1: Yeah, so this is a sort of Dark Souls... It's like Pinocchio-based Dark Souls game, where I believe you play as Pinocchio, uh, (laughs) the puppet, who is on a sort of Dark Souls-esque cleansing, monster cleansing quest?
0: I don't know. It's like monsters and machine monsters, or maybe a mix of both uh this pinocchio is like um like a 20 year old male with a metal arm but he looks normal other than that i think uh it's very anime japanese style like a like a japanese anime take on pinocchio is probably the best way i can describe it
1: yeah i had to look it up on game informer to see what it was actually about because They say it's a Souls-like Pinocchio experience, and it says, In Lies of P, you play as Pinocchio in a world where humanity has been lost. The cityscape around you has become a nightmare, and you must find Mr. Geppetto to unravel the world's mysteries. A Disney take, this is not. So it's like Pinocchio and uh, sort of like a weird, gritty reboot of Pinocchio. (laughs) I don't know.
0: Yeah, I just, it's hard to get past the title though, Lies of P, it just does not, it just sounds, it uh, just doesn't, I, 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 there's so much they could have done here, they could have called it, you know, uh, Wooden Vow or Geppetto's Wrath, or Battle Puppet, or something like that.
1: Battle Puppet is my favorite of your of yours.
0: <laughs> battle Puppet.
1: <laughs> battle Puppet. <laughs>
0: Uh, to that i mean at least that that's better than lies of P.
1: yeah lies of P is such a really weird I, I don't think it has the effect that they were hoping it has I don't
0: either i just think of like water gun with P. yeah uh, you know
1: yeah no uh, no no on the title we're gonna pass on the title
0: gonna pass on the on the title i there's no gameplay in this so who knows it's just gonna be soulsy so i'm not gonna play this
1: no I just I'm kind of glad it exists because it is so weird. Yeah. But I I don't <laughs> think I want to play it.
0: Nah. Uh and then the last trailer video game trailer that we have here is Back for Blood. This is a characters and zombies trailer and you, this is a Red Band trailer, but you you really get a lot of like uh uh footage from the game in this.
1: Yeah, this is, you know, a Left 4 Dead game. Uh it's they go through different kinds of zombies you got your skinny boys your chonky boys wide gentlemen uh screaming uh monsters we got your grunts your your medical character etc
0: etc etc this looks like a game you might play with your cousins it would
1: be one that i would enjoy playing with them i don't we don't like regularly play you know get together and play video games so I sort of have a weird schedule for that because I get up so early and I, I go to sleep so early comparatively and I, I usually don't don't play a lot of video games on, online at all so I don't have a, a good multiplayer network set up so it'll probably just get by me but it does look like it would be a fun multiplayer game.
0: Yeah I, I, I want to play this with friends. I don't know that I would really want to play it with strangers but with friends it looks fun.
1: It does, yeah, it does look fun with friends.
0: Yeah, uh, it's coming out October 12th, so we got to wait a while for it, uh, so gather your friends if you want to play it, but it's coming out for pretty much everything.
1: Yeah, pretty much. So yeah, get on that and play that. Uh, that's, pretty much, that's pretty much all there is. You got anything else?
0: I really don't. Uh, so for the Trailer Blazers, I'm Ben Moon, I am your battle puppet. Happy Trailsers.
1: And my name is Nick Kelly, and I have glide mechanics. Happy Trailsers. And I killed Sparky, too. Yeah, so I, I do hate... Megadon Deeply. I deeply hate...
2: Megadon.